Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a December 23rd Friday night edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, and I'm joined this evening after the Blazers' 110-90 loss to the San Antonio Spurs, the fifth straight loss by my friend Corbin Smith from Vice Sports, Willamette Week. What's up, Corbin? How are you? Take it, take it or break it. Take it or break it. I'm Most sorry. Take, sorry, take it or break it. The new game show America's podcast. America's Favorite Sports Podcast. America's Favorite Sports Game Show Podcast. Well, I'm probably better than you because I didn't just, Watch the Blazers uh, eat it again. What's the, is it? How many? What's the what's the in the row right now? Um, pretty what's sure the streak? That, I'm pretty sure that was their fifth straight loss. Uh, need, to, need to confirm. Uh, yeah, that was number Woo. five. That, that was they got an L five. Good lord! And they, they've lost nine of ten. Because Eric, I am in Santa Barbara, California. In a nice hotel, uh, looking at the Pacific Ocean, it's picture perfect. Except it is raining a lot. Wouldn't you know? I mean, that's that, that's pretty. Uh, I mean, that's unfortunate. But I guess maybe yeah, uh, you can't escape the sadness of this Blazer season. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I did everything I could to avoid the Blazers and to avoid, you know. Portland based on wheeze and yet here I am staring at rain just just pouring on a freaky shifu taco place in Santa oh sorry Santa Monica not Santa Barbara thank you mother my mom just corrected me uh, yeah we're here for uh, we're here for yeah we're here for Christmas uh, and uh, yeah we just yeah you know so we're doing vacation stuff we had a good dinner instead of watching the Blazers do horrible things to basketball themselves and the spirits of everyone who watched. Did you watch the Sacramento game when Cousins had 55? Uh, no, I was familiar with what was going on, though. I think I had, I had, I had a work thing or something. I can't remember. Okay, well, either way, I mean, like you said, like you've said, you didn't miss much, and you're, at this point, if it's – you know, like, oh no! I was life on a trip to here. No, right. I know. Oh, but I, was, I was just kind of saying. You know, when it comes to life choices, whether it's like go to dinner or watch the Blazers, it's a pretty safe bet to go to dinner at this point. The Blazers. Yeah, suck. you should go to dinner. They, they yeah, they're they, uh, they, bad. They lost by twenty tonight, and I know you didn't see the game, but it wasn't even that close. Like 
the 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 Spurs just had them all night long. It was they it was just it was pretty it was just a really dispiriting performance. I mean the Spurs just came in and completely dismantled them. No Pow, no Manu, no Tony Parker. Uh, Deontay Mori, uh, or what was the rookie? He got the start and was getting to the basket all the time. Kawhi Leonard had a monster game uh, against the Blazers, and, and and really just was unstoppable. Had thirty three points, ten of ten from the line, nine of fifteen from the field, and Aldridge just had a dominant game on the inside, uh, really making all their big men look bad. He was just a just to really, oh man, he just he, to really drive the drive the stake home. Aldridge is back and he's dominating the Blazers. Yeah, just <sighs> j- j- yeah, just just to make things a little bit a little bit uh darker as you head to Christmas. Aldridge had 18 and 14, six assists and three steals tonight. Uh probably six one of the Yeah, yeah, exactly. LaMarcus Aldridge had six assists. This isn't fun anymore. I they should just fold the NBA. And Patty, Start with that. Patty Mills had 23 off the bench uh, in 28 minutes and absolutely killed anybody who who guarded him in this game. And also uh, had uh, two steals, but it felt like a lot more. He was really disruptive. Uh, and it, it, there was a, a moment in the game, too, I tweeted about it, where David Lee was like controlling the action on both sides of the court. Myers Leonard would get the ball in like a ISO situation against David Lee and couldn't break him down. And then they'd get the ball to David Lee and he'd be doing things and making passes. And it was, it was just astonishing to see where the Blazers are, where they're just getting handled by David Lee in 2016. Uh, did you know the Blazers are on track to have like the fourth worst defense of all time right now? Yes, I did. I, 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 well, when I looked, I didn't know they were fourth. When I looked earlier this week, they were at uh, – after the Warriors game, I looked and they were top – they were bottom eight at that time. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Have you ever seen a team that plays defense this badly? I can't recall. Uh Uh, no, I can't. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's just bad up and down, especially with the Minu. Uh, I mean, they might be like, uh, marginally salvageable if the Minu were still playing, but like, uh, Plumlee is just, uh, horrible. He's just so, he's just so bad at defense. And that's, and, and look, Eric, in the modern NBA, that's what you need a center to do. You need him to protect the paint, seal off penetration at the top. You need him to do uh, Tyson Chandler stuff. And uh, Plumlee is just completely out of his depth in that regard. Uh, is he good at passing? Is he good at some offense things? Uh, sure, but Mark Gasol isn't Mark Gasol without being an unbelievable defender. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, uh, this sort of this clever hub guy, you know, uh, with the high post passing and mid range jumpers and all the Mark Nassau stuff, without also being a startlingly incredible defender and still be valuable in the NBA. 
Right. Yeah, Plumlee's the one that makes me mad right now, apparently. Uh, tonight, I got mad about CJ uh, because I thought about Wes Matthews, and I, and I just had a, I had a longing for Wes Matthews, and I, uh, and I put that onto CJ McCollum, you know? You yeah. know what else the Blazers, I, you know, I feel, I don't know if I said this to you or to somebody in passing, but the Blazers, but like if we're playing existential games with like what's the Blazers' biggest mistake they've made in the last two years, I mean, I guess it's technically signing Turner because how could that not be your biggest mistake? But they really probably should have re-signed Robin Lopez or they should have made an effort. Uh, in that direction because uh, maybe his contributions were super underrated during that time when they had the 14th best defense in the league instead of the uh, eighth worst defense of all time. Yeah. Uh, Lopez was really valuable. Uh, He signed, uh, it was a $54 million deal at that time, but it seems like Mason Plumlee is going to command at least uh, somewhere in the ballpark of, I think uh, our pal Nate Duncan suggested that it would be somewhere in the ballpark of $60 million for Plumley, And so you look at that and you're like, yeah, of course they would definitely be, have been better off with a guy like Robin Lopez who can finish around the basket is a good roller on offense and provides that, but was just a much better defender, a guy who could wall yeah, off penetration. Yeah. It protects little, the rim. Yeah, he does. Yeah, what centers need to do now, and, and he's also not that bad of a. Po- he's a much better post defender than, uh, you know, he he would take his lump sometimes. I remember in the playoffs against Dwight, but yeah, he's a little he's a little wilty. But but he's less wilty than Plumley is on the block, and uh, I mean Plumley got pushed around by Aldridge tonight, and Aldridge that's not his go to move. Like Aldridge doesn't bully guys on the block like he can but that's not what his his, his go-to move is the turnaround jumper he and, doesn't yeah and, he doesn't go to, he doesn't go down and do a hook shot or anything like that and he, he doesn't he, like put he doesn't like shove somebody into the corner yeah and tonight he would post up against Plumley and just absolutely bulldozed him it was, it was and, and and Plumley couldn't do anything and then it was funny Myers Leonard actually had like a pretty good game and he made some shots and he made a three-pointer in the first quarter and then they come back down the other way and Myers' guy gets behind him. There's like a miscommunication because he hedges out high and everyone's like looking at him. And then Dwayne Dedman gets like right to the basket for a layup. And it was just like just the Myers experience right there. And and Myers had a good game. He had 16 points off the bench in this game and made four three-pointers. But it was all, you know, it was still kind of a waste. And I mean, yeah, Portland uh, is really in a tough spot getting Aminu back. Uh, has not been the the cure all, uh, and 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 then now they have a couple of days off. So the D, because Amina is a great defensive player. This isn't like, uh, you know, some abject thing. Like Aminu's always been a really great defensive player, and he probably helped shore up their defense last year. But if he's diminished, or he's, uh, you know, not in the rotation, uh, then that doesn't, you know, I don't. It doesn't matter. Ugh. Ugh, Eric. Yeah, Ugh. Yeah, he he played 29 minutes tonight. Uh, they have a couple of days off, and then they welcome Toronto, uh, which will un- be another team that's going to get uh, have a big offensive night. 
Uh, I guess you could say that one positive is yeah, that Port- yeah, yeah. Portland held the Spurs uh, that's to Kyle 110. Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, right? That's uh, that's two of the better offensive guards in the league on the same team who will be uh, shedding Lillard and McCollum around every pick in the universe. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen, and that's the day after Christmas. So I, I don't expect it to get any better. They've lost five straight now. They're no longer Do you in think the Lowry picture. is just going to crack Lillard's skull open? And just eat his brain on court, or, or, or is yeah, yeah. If Lillard plays, he took a pretty nasty spill at the end of this game, and uh, was hobbling. He he came back onto the court initially after he kind of landed hard on his left foot and turned his ankle at the same time, and uh, then they took him out of the game because they were down by twenty with you know, with like four minutes left or something. And so they took him out. But uh, so I don't even know if Dame is going to play in that game. So things uh, are getting tough because they're starting to get hurt now. And uh, as we mentioned, they're not in the playoff picture anymore. And they're tied with Denver. Denver lost to Atlanta tonight. uh, And the Kings won in Minnesota and they are in eighth place now, and they actually have a full game on the Blazers. Blazers are 13 and 19 now, uh, which is pretty incredible. Do you think they make the playoffs? Uh, if Lillard is injured for even a marginal amount of time, no. Um, otherwise, uh So this is a uh, this is a strange question, I think, because uh, the bat because the eighth seed is just a is just a, a sacri- razor blade jello fight. Yeah, a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just uh, everybody everybody's dying and everybody's dying and they're not sure they want to stay alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think anybody. Um, I don't think anybody like last year. Nobody wanted to be the eight seed, but I think this year nobody really wants to be the eight seed because the Warriors are even better, and it's yeah. just it's just like what, like no way. And the teams are just not good. The well, back end of the West is just uh, not as good right now. Uh, I mean, the whole back end of both ends of the league is not. I you know, there's been a lot of talk from various people about how the the second tier of the NBA is really uh, ain't what it used to be right now. It's it's just a top-heavy league right now, right? That's fair to say. Yeah, I I, I would agree with yeah. that. I think it's a very top-heavy, very top-heavy league As right now. Whether they make the playoffs, uh, this is I think that it's hard to make a case that the eighth worst defense of all time is going to make the playoffs. Now, if somehow through some uh, voodoo magic or whatever, they stop being the eighth worst defense of all time. Uh, yeah, sure. But I don't, uh, unless they make enormous roster changes, it kind of seems like they're going to keep being an incredibly, insanely bad defensive team. So no. Yeah. Hey, I hear you, man. Cause I, I, I the, the 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 reason that I've leaned into for thinking that they will make the playoffs is the fact that of the teams that they're fighting with in that lower rung, 
they have the two most bona fide star players. They're the only team that have two, I think, star players. Maybe you you don't think CJ is is a star caliber player, but I think yeah, I think uh, I think McCollum's probably overrated. Okay, I I think actually McCollum's underrated. I, I like I think that I think that he, um. A lot of times, I would almost rather have him take last second shots than Dame. I just think it's so much easier for him to get good shots, and he has that like herky jerky style. I mean, I I don't know. He doesn't have the range that Dame has, or the, the explosion. Least, it's just it's I don't know. I think at the very least, them playing together is not going to be a long term solution. I think that they need a little bit more defensive on the perimeter if they're going to continue to have Lillard on their team. Oh, I just think that he and Dame together probably aren't a long-term solution. Probably need some more defensive shooting guard. Probably just need more defense altogether, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also think that McCollum, like, if the idea is going to be to get somebody who can – uh, be an anchor or uh, clean up the D a little bit or, uh, you know, something of that nature, I think McCollum is probably going to have to be in the package. So uh, I'm probably I'm probably a, a defense neurotic by nature. Uh, I don't know why. You know, probably because of my upbringing. Uh <laughs> where we really emphasize defense. It was, but, um, it was a value in your home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, I would go to eat uh, cereal, and my dad would knock the spoon out of my hand, and then he'd say, you should have been watching. You should have been watching, boy. You got <laughs> you to gotta, you gotta stay in a crouch. You got to be Just ready to defense. teach me lessons about defense. Yeah, yeah. Get, getting low in your stance. Uh, yeah, Blazers also had some weird rotations tonight. I don't know what was going on. Ed Davis played seven minutes. Uh, Pat Con- Well, they're flailing. I, you know. Yeah, Pat Connaughton got some first quarter minutes tonight, which was super weird. Which he, he got, I think he got first Pat quarter Connaughton. minutes. Pat Yeah, I think Connaughton. Off the bench. Yeah, I think he got some minutes the other night, too. And, Unbelievable. I mean, he, he, he didn't really do much. I mean, he, he played eight minutes, had one oh. rebound, and uh, took no shots. How often do you think Pat looks in the mirror and kind of wishes he was playing baseball? Probably not that often. I think I think the life of an NBA player is pretty good. Like he could be in a yeah, in a he could be riding the bus. You know what I'm saying in the minor leagues. Whereas yeah, that's true. The hotels are nicer at least. Yeah, they like the players' union negotiates that they stay at five star hotels and they fly on chartered planes with all of the snacks in the world that they would ever want. Uh, I've just heard, you know, I've just heard stories about, about the snacks. This incredible snack. Yeah. Like what, what, tell me a snack story. I just, they just have a lot of snacks. I just, I just heard they had a lot of snacks. It's not like, it's not like I have like, a, like what know, kind of snacks? Like a lot of, a lot of all of the snacks. Okay. All right. Oh, by the way, just to just to uh, how depressing. Just to give you give the rest of the listeners uh, a picture about how depressing the Blazers are. The Mavericks just won tonight in 
L.A. They beat the Clippers. The Clippers didn't have Blake or Chris Paul, but the Mavericks are having a better Christmas. We almost went to that game tonight. I'm glad we didn't because uh would not have been worth it to not see Chris Paul. Anyway, continue. Yeah, you could have seen Dirk for 17 minutes. I've seen Dirk before. Dirk's great. I get it. Right. Um, yeah, he's awesome, but I get it. Yeah. So what, what else are you watching in the league uh, these days? What, 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 what catches your eye? What, what, what are things that are, are standing out to you in the league? Uh, we're, what, you know, we're over a quarter of the way through now. Uh, you know, Blazers are 31 games in, so uh, or 32 games in now. So, uh, what 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 other things do you see around the league? What interests you? What what what, what what's intrigued you? I am. Uh, uh, I'm a little bummed out about the NBA this year because everybody I thought might end up being interesting and good has not been interesting and good, and everybody uh, I thought that was good last year is pretty much good again, and I think it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, I know that's. I know that. I feel like that's like a sour take, but like uh, you know, I, I like everybody else. I was hoping the Timberwolves would uh, make something out of uh, what they had there this year. I was hoping uh, the Lakers could keep it up. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that they can't. Uh, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, you know, it's just uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the Cavaliers Warriors game. I will say that. That will be great, although it sucks that J.R. Smith is not going to be in that game. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he'll make fun of Durant on the bench. Yeah, know? maybe he'll do something. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, the the Minnesota has been playing better. They lost tonight, but they, they actually have been winning games lately. So uh, that's actually a team that I have my eye on with regards to the Blazers' spot in the playoffs right now because – with regards to the uh or the the king spot the, excuse, the king yeah the the what the spot that yeah the used king to... spot it's the please show a little respect for the marcus cousin and god sacramento king right that's right uh winners of three straight the kings but so the, the the kings uh i mean the timberwolves are only three and a half games out from the eighth spot like it, it's not like they're out of it and i don't think anybody at this point in the west is really even out of it dallas just won tonight uh, so I, I, and they have nine wins, so that would make them five games back. So, I, I mean, their eighth seed is just sad. It's sad. It's yeah. just like, like, like Denver, like every, like everything, everybody, like the only reason anybody talks about Denver right now is to be like, oh, they have all these little assets and, you know, it's time for them to rebuild and blow it up. And, you know, they're in a good position. And yet there's, they're barely on the outside look again. Yeah, the the yeah, they're on the on the very outskirts of the playoffs and 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 every like every team that's just barely on the outskirts of the playoffs like in any other year you would be like oh yeah, it's probably time for them to break it down, blow it up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that's the thing too that uh, a lot of people have have talked about w- with regards to this season is that since there's not really one bad team like Philadelphia the last couple of years the 
it the tanking that may occur is all going to be like the last two three weeks of the season where teams are just going to be like tanking a lot at the end because all the teams are so close and they're so bunched up so i i it's going to be you know who you know who that could be good for you know who that could be good for the brooklyn Nets. so they don't lose their so that their pick that they have to give up to boston isn't as good it's not it's just the nets okay the nets are okay this is an nba team i think is interesting i think the nets are interesting because they both have not enough talent to compete even a little bit but they also have nothing to lose for you know what i mean yeah, I totally. And I just say, I think it's beautiful. I think it's like beautiful in its way. There's like no the incent- fact there's that no they're incentive to their pain. All... Like there's no there's no incentive to their pain. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's like it's like a glimpse. I think their situation right now is like a glimpse of a league where like there isn't any of this draft stuff, where there isn't any of this nonsense. Where it's just like you just, where it's just like teams just wake up and put squads together. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's, it's like they are existing in a completely alternate universe, and I think that's beautiful. And I think that they're going to be in this sort of purgatory for like three years, right? I think in one of those three years, they'll accidentally land on something that'll really work, and I think it'll be like a beautiful season. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I haven't really thought of the Brooklyn Nets and beautiful season in the same sentence in a while, but uh, or ever, probably. But yeah, ever. Can, oh, no, ever. Ever, yeah, ever. But, that I mean, that is an interesting point because you do that, – that is true. They, they actually do really exist in their own league, in their own universe because they're not playing by the same rules that everybody's playing with because – yeah, trade. they're just waiting out the string, you know? They're just like, they're just, I mean, I don't want to say dying, but like, they're, yeah, they're just kind of waiting for kindergarten or whatever. And, you know, I mean, you know, preschoolers can be kind of cute and funny sometimes. So maybe that'll work in their favor sooner or later. You know, it feels I'm like. I'm sitting it, it, right it feels... now. What? Sorry, go ahead, Eric. No, go ahead, Eric. It kind of feels like all of the teams in the NBA are like they all own their own houses and the Nets are renting. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you can do beautiful things when you're renting. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you can have beautiful moments when you're renting. No commitment. No commitment, baby. (laughs) The Nets are freewheeling and free, you know? They're not shackled up to expectations or to like the whims of oh sorry i'm yelling on my hotel balcony they're not shackled up to like expectations or the whims of a cruel system that rewards suffering you know what i mean they're just they're just exist man i yeah i just think it's beautiful i think someday this is going to pay off for them and it could be this year they're i don't know what their record is it's probably terrible don't get me wrong but uh, but at some point at the end of this year, all of these teams at the back end of the NBA are just going to zoom race to the bottom as hard as they can because they're all just terrified of the sort of myriad inevitabilities at the top of the league. 
And I think that the Brooklyn Nets could benefit. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Uh, the Nets, by the way, are tied for the worst record in the league with Philadelphia at seven, oh, well, at, at seven and twenty. Okay, never mind. At seven, at, at yeah, seven, never mind. At seven and twenty-two. But you know, <laughs> everything I just said, just forget it. Whatever. But the, hey, you, that's it, it's what stands out to you, Corbin. That matters. I, I didn't ask you, you know, who you think the best team is. I, I asked you what what team stands out to you, and so the Nets moves me. Yeah, the, the Nets are a team that moves you. Um, is there anybody? I'm sitting here over the pool in my hotel, and this phone I have is waterproof. And I'm not going to do it because I'm not a rich man, but I really want to just throw my phone in that pool so that I'll have a recording of what that sounds like when it hits water. But I'm not going to do it because I'm not wealthy. But I, but I'm just sitting here looking at it, and I'm immensely tempted. You want to do the little Wayne phone thing? Oh, I don't. I oh yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, yeah you know, whatever. The same. Th- I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I would want to do the little Wayne phone thing if I had the little Wayne phone. Yeah, I would not have to be very rich to do it. If I made, if I made fifty thousand dollars a year, I would probably do it right now. I don't. I don't make guys. I don't make a lot of money at all. So I can't, I can't do it, but just know that if I made even a little bit more money, I probably would. I'm a very irresponsible person. Anyway, how you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. Are so bad. Is there anybody on the team that you would, that is like, except maybe you, except Lillard, who you're not kind of like, yeah, they could probably trade that person. It's getting hard. I would I would probably Who? say I I'd probably say Harkless right now or Aminu. Or I mean I mean I guess I mean Yeah. Cuz those guys are so good. Aminu is the only one I could really come up with. Yeah, cuz I mean Aminu is just such a good counterweight like and he's so defense first and Harkless is And bad. and Aminu's contract is incredible. Right. Like, and, oh yeah. And, and and Harkless has surpassed him offensively, but Harkless just isn't there defensively. Like, especially mentally. I feel like Aminu is always a step ahead. Aldous Harkless now 24 or 5. Harkless is 22, I think, or 23. No way. He's 23, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. He's 23. Yeah, you know. Harkless has some upside. Keep Harkless. Everyone else, I'm kind of like. I mean, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't. You could, give, you could leave, and I wouldn't be heartbroken. I wouldn't give up CJ for like Nerlens Noel. I think you'd have to get like, I think you'd have to get somebody who's actually. I think you could get somebody who. I, th- I think you could get someone who's proven, who's you know, star level player. If you're, if you have to give CJ up, it's like CJ and a pick for. Uh, who's good in the NBA again? Uh, I don't know. Like, just make make it uh, up. like Paul, Paul George. You know? Uh, just, oh yeah, Paul George. I my 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 dream Blazer squad is uh, Paul George, Lillard, and Cousins together because I feel like it's just the big three nobody wanted. The, the, the big three of Grimes. 
the big three of uh, players whose uh, fans get irritated because they're underrated, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. The, the, the underrated guy, uh, big three. Yeah. 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 They can, yeah. They can all, uh, bond over their snubs. Uh, yeah. And, over uh, their various all-star snubs and weird freak injuries that they have. And, and like, and like all their fans can sort of come together and, and the way that they once groused about these dudes being underrated separately they can like they can like the grousing can be like so powerful that it can like cut through brick walls <laughs> the mild irritation over this dude isn't properly rated kind of stuff you know what i mean oh, yeah. i think that's i think that's like the it's like the the big three of bitterness it would be uh quite the big three yeah i don't know i mean yeah i'm starting to think i mean uh, it seems like and in Portland, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the, yeah. the NBA capital of bitterness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it was a interesting game from the Blazers tonight. It's been an interesting season so far, and it feels like it just feels like the vibe right now. It feels like you know they just they are just not as hungry, and maybe they're just not as much as a, of a surprise, uh, and so people are just ready for it now, and it just. Last year, they were able to plug guys in the system, and guys were hungry. Guys hadn't really gotten discovered. You know, a lot of guys were either playing for contracts or it was their. It could have been their last stop in the league, and they all made the most of it. But now they're all in a much nicer situation, and they're humans. And I, you know, I can't really blame them for maybe not being as hungry. But it just seems like that hunger and that fight that it feels like they had a lot last year just isn't there. They don't have that. It doesn't feel like you're the saying whole... they got, you're saying they got fat. I mean, not like actually, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, fat I, with money. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, Spiritually I, I think, I think to an extent that I think maybe, yeah, their spirit, um, may have been the, the the little fire in the belly may have been uh diminished a little bit i, I just they don't I, to lillard's credit he seems uh pissed oh yeah he is he seems very not happy uh with how this has gone so congrats to him uh everybody else maybe uh uh you know it's the weirdest... i'm not here to begrudge anybody the amount of money they make no, but it's the weirdest thing though because it, it, I don't know when I've seen this before where you have two guys with Lillard and McCollum who were the anchors of the team last year and they've gotten better statistically and the team has gotten worse. I uh, yeah, I can't think of a, I can't think of an occasion. I mean, it's just the, the entire rest of the team. Uh, just got worse. Yeah, it, it, especially it, it, Plumley, probably, and especially uh, Turner and Crab too. Yeah, and Turner, I, I, Evan Turner. I Maybe they it, just don't want Evan Turner to win. That would that would make me not play well. <laughs> just just they have Evan Turner, so they just want to sabotage him because they just don't want him to do well. Yeah, they they just don't like. Ev- yeah, they're just like they just want to see Evan Turner fail. I mean. I don't know. I couldn't blame him. If that if that came out, I'd be like, man, I get it. <laughs> Which is, 
I actually like Evan Turner, like his like tweets and his uh, quotes. He's very uh, seems like a very personable guy, but yeah, it has not helped. Yeah, but yeah, watching him play basketball is singularly offensive. Right. I I totally I totally feel you there. And and Crab also just has not. Uh, and he's getting paid more than than Turner, and he's been really bad, uh, which has been uh, pretty disappointing. I mean, he just he just seems like. And I've just never seen a team that's like this soft defensively that is just consistently letting the other team get whatever they want. And it's 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 gotten to the point where I just I, I've run. It's worse. I'll, this is for real. It's worse than when JJ Hickson was the starting center. Do you hear me making the yeah, noise? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Because Hickson was uh, a booty. At least, uh, you know, I, I at least Barrett and Rice aren't here to say good play Plumley. I guess. That's good. Right. Uh, yeah, man. They, they, they've been they've been pretty bad, and I don't I don't know where it's going to go. And I, I'm Calbro's great. That, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Kevin Calbro's great. I'll yeah, say that. I yeah. love Calbro and Hurd. Yeah, Calabro and Hurd have been uh, a great addition, and they've been the best addition to this team. And, it, it, yeah, it feels like a, a weird year. And you, the, it, I think they'll probably still make the playoffs, but you know, people are talking already about this draft being a, a deep draft uh, in terms of having rotation players um, into this draft, and maybe it isn't. Uh, the worst year to have a down year and maybe miss the playoffs. Obviously, these guys don't want to do that, but maybe for the long-term health of the franchise, um, you know, they, they I have... mean, maybe they do want to do it because, I mean, that's a pretty good reason to be this bad at defense. No. <laughs> oh, so you, oh, so, I don't you, know. oh, so you think the fix is in? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, look, if Willard's out for the year – with a rolled ankle, you know, I wouldn't look, I would look, I wouldn't blame Lillard. If I was Damien, I would fake injuries all the time. I would look, I would be a horrible NBA player. Handsome, but horrible. At least you're being honest. At least you know what, what it would be like. Yeah. Yeah. It would be bad. Oh boy. (sighs) Anything else on your mind, Corb, before we uh, wrap this up? If the Blazers truly end up having an unbelievably garbage year, uh, I would hope that they would sell, just sell, fire sale, get these dudes out of my eyeballs, kind of stuff. Just like everyone except everyone except Dame, basically. I keep Amino because his contract's so good, but uh, that's the problem. Yeah, you can. I'm willing to. Oh, his contract would be a good uh, trade chip. You're saying, yeah, and Harkless too. That's the problem. It's like it's like the two guys that you want to trade the most are the two guys that are probably the least tradable because their contracts are so big. Uh, yeah. So if you have to attach Amino, uh, yeah, I'll get these dudes out of my face. Right, now. that's 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 my opinion about it right now. But I will say. You know, they'll come back next year. Blazers aren't going to stop. 
unless the world gets incinerated, which, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, this isn't the nuclear war speculation podcast, but it's hard not to these days. And, uh, right. But anyway, you know, life will go on. There'll be a different Blazers team. Hopefully they'll be good. We'll keep living our lives, you know, and I think that's good. I think it's a this good is what the Blazers have reduced me to. It's a good enough reason as any existentialism. To keep on, yeah, to keep on going, right? You know, we're he, we're still here. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're staring at the abyss in your life right now, and I hope you're not. Uh, but if it's hard for you, uh, you know, you know, the one thing you can latch on to is maybe the Blazers will be good next year. You know. And, and and maybe they will, and, and but uh, I, I I we're starting to run out of hope when they'll turn it around this year. Uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah, but I, you know what's this year? It's one year in a million years. You know, man. You're right. It, it, it's honestly just a little. It's a little speck on 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 the you know in the sands of time. We're all just palm trees, you know, blowing in the wind. I think it's beautiful. on a rainy California evening. I think it's a beautiful way to it's getting to, a little too riderly to, to, to wrap. No. <laughs> I think, I think, it, I think it's a good place to wrap this up. Corbin, uh, um, tell the folks where they can get, uh, your, your, your podcast, uh, and, and, and find all your, your work. I'm uh, on Twitter at Corbin, a Smith, Corbina Smith, as pretty much everybody says it, including me. And uh, my podcast is called Take It or Break It. You can find it on iTunes or iTunes or uh, Libsyn. And uh, it's on my podcatcher. I've got Pocket Cast. I paid $3 for it because it's a good podcatcher. I really like podcasts, guys. And uh, uh, what else do I do? Oh, I'm going to be in Willamette Week with a, like a thousand word thing about meditation in the next few weeks. You should read it. It's pretty good. Very cool. All right, I'm looking forward to it uh, and, and, and hearing about uh, meditation. And uh, I, I know you're very into that, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, reading that, man. Very. I've been very lazy in California. Uh, I've been eating a lot and not meditating enough. I, the Buddha would be very disappointed in me. Have you? Uh, what's the best thing you've eaten since you've been down there? Oh man. Uh. Uh. uh this is going to sound kind of insane. We went to, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant right now. It's in uh, downtown LA. Uh, it's kind of close to Animal and the same dude owns it. It's like John and Gary's or something. And we, had, we got breakfast there. And uh, uh, we, we got a thick cut toast. And Eric, I this is one of the most, it was just one of the most sublime things I've eaten in my entire life. It was like eating like perfectly light French toast, except it was just toast. Ooh. It was incredible. Ooh, that sounds. I love a and, good French toast. And tonight I had a. Oh, tonight we had a. Ugh, we've been, we've been eating like maniacs. Uh, tonight we had a at like a bakery place. Oh, Milo and Nalas, that's it. It's in, uh, it's up, it's down here in uh, uh, Monica. Uh, there's a, uh, you get pound cake and they spread, <laughs> the lady behind the counter, we were sitting behind the counter, said it was like imported French butter. And I was like, all right, cut, 
they're laying it on a little thick with imported French butter. But then they spread that over a pound cake and they stick it in their uh, super hot pizza oven they got there. And then they take it out and put strawberries on top of it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was incredible. It was amazing. Oh, man. The strawberries. That just sounds really good right now. Uh, anyway. All right, man. That, that, that sounds good. You're making me hungry. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, sorry. It, no, it's all good. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, on Lockdown Blazers, I'm uh, Eric Garcia Gunderson. Uh, Blazers lose their fifth straight game. Uh, but uh, keep listening. Keep subscribing. Tell your friends. Keep living. Uh, yeah, keep, and keep living. Keep enjoying life. Because that's, that's really what we're here um, to remind you, uh, is to enjoy life. 